Welcome to How Now, the podcast where we talk about how to live in the now. And here's your host, Kim Martin Raymond. Peace and blessings, and welcome to another edition of the How Now podcast, where we talk about how to live in the now. I am your host, Kim Martin-Raymond. I am a minister, spiritual life coach, author, and founder of Redefining You LLC, where I help my clients to realign themselves, mind, body, and spirit. So thanks again for joining us as we talk about event planning. You know, the holidays are coming up. We have had some weddings that are coming up. People are having a lot of events and we know that that uh, there's been a pivot in how those things have been done because of COVID. You know, we've had some social distancing issues and we've had some concerns that have started to resurface as we get closer to the holidays because there are more instances for people to come together. And, uh, you know, we still have some people that are doing mass mandates that are not doing mass mandates all over the country. So it's been a challenge in, in trying to, you know, navigate in this new space of how we celebrate and how we uh, come together and make the events that are, you know, special in our lives, you know, memorable. And so to help me to talk a little bit about that and, and some of those pivots and some of those changes is my lovely guest. And as we do here on the How Now podcast, I'm going to have her to introduce herself at this time. Good evening, everyone. First of all, I want to just say thank you so much for allowing me to be here. I am humbled, honored, and just thrilled. Um, For those that do not know me, I am a mother of six. I have a grandson. I am a radio show host myself. I'm a speaker. I am also a author and a bestseller. One of my assignments on this earth, I believe, is to empower the women. Also, I am a mentor for those that wish to start their own businesses as a 30-year entrepreneur. The last book that I published is an anthology. The anthology is titled Women of Faith. I authored that book alongside with four other authors. It's an amazing book that uh, talks about faith and this amazing thing that God gives us that we need in order to get through this life. Um, Most people that know me know that I am just a no-nonsense person. I am definitely a people person. I love people. I love helping people to live their best life. I am an event planner. I have hosted several conferences here in Metro Atlanta, along with networking events. Because one thing I am big on is the fact that I believe that we need one another in order to grow. I'm a big advocate of of feeling like iron sharpens iron. We need positive people, I think, to help us move forward in this walk of life. And so for anybody that doesn't know me, I'm always open to meeting new people. And um, I'm just, again, just excited with the opportunity to be able to be here today and to share. Yes, well, and her name is Victoria Lockett Sheffield. <laughs> and we are delighted to have you. And as you can see, she is a woman of many talents. You know, mm-hmm. uh, they, they, you know, they had that saying that says, you know, jack of all trades, master of none. But there's <laughs> another part that goes to that, isn't there, Dr. Sheffield? There's another part to it. And, and it talks about not being, you know, that even though you are not a master of one, it does not mean that you are not a, a person who is is has an ability to help and to encourage and to grow people in so many different areas. And so I love that. I love that there are many things that you do and all of those things are about empowering and inspiring and helping people to get to that next level. So, you know, it won't be your last time here <laughs> as, <laughs> as, because there are so many other avenues that we're 
going to be able to explore with you as a guest. So again, welcome. Uh, I have the pleasure of um, knowing Dr. Sheffield through her sister. And uh, you know, we'll we'll shout her out. Uh, her sister <laughs> is Karen, and and Karen Patillo is a dear friend of mine. I love her with all my heart. So shout out to you, <laughs> Karen. And and you know, thank you for connecting your sister and I. And uh, you know, you both are beautiful spirits. You both are are women of strong faith. And and um, like again, I'm happy to have you here. So again, we're talking in this episode about event planning. So mm-hmm. talk to me a little bit about how things were going prior to the pandemic and, and uh, wow. you know, how, how you were doing in that realm and, and about some of the changes that have taken place since then. Wow, uh, Kim, one of the amazing things is that it seems like to me as an event planner, I was just beginning to flourish. So, I mean, I was doing the conferences, I was doing the workshop, you know, God had spoken to me prior and told me that I would be an event planner. Honestly, you know how a lot of time when God speaks to us, he gives us bits and pieces, but we really don't know the fullness. So honestly, I thought when he said event planner, you know how people are having events and they will get somebody to help organize and maybe decorate for them. I thought that that would be the case because of my background, you know, with my mother Mm -hmm. and her decorating experience and all of the creative um, gifts that God has given me and my family. I had no idea that the same old shy young lady (laughs) that God would use to do such amazing things. And I tell you, as soon as this virus hit, what I do remember is having to do just like many other people did, canceling everything. I mean, I had dates scheduled like month after month after month, upcoming events. Everything was forced to go online. Um, For me, it was difficult, just like it's been difficult for everyone else, you know, because, um, you know, you you market online, but you want to also be able to reach people that are offline. So as an entrepreneur, that was very hard for me, you know, and just seeing people face to face like that. I mean, it was really different. I, I truly believe that we, we need one another. And as humans, that connection with yeah. other humans, when that's taken away, it's like, you feel like you're, you're truly isolated. Yes. So I remember, you know, just trying to figure it all out, talking to God. I did spend more time with God, just like I'm doing now. Seems like to me, I've gained a greater appreciation for family and friends. <laughs> You know what I mean? And um, just being in the house with the kids all the time like that, it has really allowed me to even see my children um, and even my husband in a whole different light. So this whole thing has just been interesting, but everything I've had to just um, schedule online using right. zoom like we're doing now right. and figuring out other various platforms that I have felt would be helpful in me doing so and it, it's been great you know thankfully everything did open back up and so we're a, a, a teeny bit better I feel we're still in this thing you know yeah. what I mean absolutely so I, I've done Kim one networking events since they opened back up. I haven't gone back out there full force, but I'm praying about it. You know, I feel like people's safety means much more than me being ready to just get back out there and, and doing events. Yeah. And that's like you said, that's important. I think, uh, you know, you touched on some important uh, points there, you know, people have, you know, because of the pandemic, have wanted to, you know, reach out to their families and be a little closer to them. So there is that desire to to want to get together and celebrate. And and yes, we've had to go to that, uh, you know, electronic platform where we're, you know, going to Zoom and, and having to celebrate that way. But 
uh, you know, again, safety first, we have to make sure because, you know, especially with families who have older family members who have ailments, who have pre-existing conditions, we have to be cognizant of that because like you said, if they, you know, we, we don't want to put them at risk, you know, mm-hmm. and then there are so many things, you know, spoken and unspoken now, you know, it, uh, to talk about the vaccination is almost to talk like to talk about politics and religion, you know, people are like, oh, yeah. no, it's become a taboo topic because it has divided families and, and it has, you know, made it difficult for for those who, who are still on the fence, should I, shouldn't I, you know, some families have said, you know, we want to get together, but you know, if you're not going to wear a mask or if you're not vaccinated. So those kinds of things come into play when we are talking about planning events and we're talking about the holidays coming up. And so I definitely get it one conference because, you know, you, you have to consider safety. You know, so th- that's where I'm I'm sure the pivot comes in here. Like, okay, so you know, what it what is something creative that, that we can do, you know, to to make our events memorable. And I think one yeah. of those things is actually the technology because you'll have a recording. Like if you do a zoom like this, yeah. at least you have a recording of mm-hmm. the event, you know, yeah. where. And that may, and you may capture some things that maybe a photographer who would have been physically there may not have mm-hmm. captured, or, you mm-hmm. know, you'll get to see everybody in the little squares and, and they'll be able to say things. So I'm sure that that's, uh, you know, that's been one of the perks of at least being able to have an event. You'll at least get to capture those moments in yeah. video or, or yeah. in picture, you know, but what are, what are some of the, the uh, more creative things that you've heard? people do with regards to event planning or that you've done yourself? Um, you know, there are quite a few things, but I would like to share something with you, something that I just took a part in this weekend. Mm-hmm. One of my mother's dearest friends, uh, Dr. Sarah Hurd, they actually did her wedding live on Facebook. So wow. I thought that was quite amazing. Um, also something else that just took place. I'm trying to think of something else I just attended that was done via Zoom that I thought was just so different. A family reunion. Yes. A family reunion. My family decided that they would do it. They had live entertainment, Kim. Yes. And everything. So I said to myself, people are being forced to be creative in a time such as this. So um, um, it's even allowed me to take my broadcast to another level. You know, I said to myself, I I love doing the live interviews individual with my special guests, but to be able to have a panel of special guests, that sort of helped the time kind of go by. We were able to discuss a very trending topic that I feel in this time of day is necessary. So, um, you know, as we're in this season, God is really speaking to his people. And I believe the isolation is just a time for us to listen, you know, to follow his instruction, to focus, you know, and to do whatever it is that he's telling us to do. So um, whatever God places in my spirit, I just want to run with that thing. I want to make sure that Dr. Victoria isn't in the way, you know what I mean? Because in in this season, it's very key while we are event planning to remember God, to remember what he is saying in this season, you know, entertainment and all of those other things are great. Those things help us through this journey. But in this season, it's very important for us to think about what we should be doing as a body of Christ. And I really feel like um, the event planning is great, but we need prayer more than anything. So one of the first things that I did, this is the honest to God's truth, uh, Miss Kim, the very thing that hit me when COVID first um, was a reality is that I organized a corporate prayer and I called it a COVID national prayer line. I did that because people were confused. 
Right. People were hurt. Uh, people were afraid. Um, we didn't have answers. A lot of answers I didn't have. I have some insight, you know, as being a spiritual person, wow. but there's still a lot of things as we know, God don't reveal the all to us. So mm -hmm. my thing is let us come together and pray. So that's something that the spirit is really dealing with me about even today. Yes. We need prayer more than we do anything, you right. know, and when God does speak to me about events, then I take that, you know, and I run with it. But my big thing about events I only do them when the spirit speaks to me, Kim. I'm not one of those bi that's big on being a show. You know, my thing is, God, I do what you would have me to do. I will allow you to order my footsteps in this season. That's but right. I need to know, you know, where I stand, where my place is while we're still facing this pandemic. That's right. That's mm -hmm. right. And I think that that's key. I mean, you know, mm -hmm. he had, I love that he is foundational in your life. Yeah. You know? And then he's a, he's a, he is a foundation in my life as well. And Amen. So, just like you said, it's important that, that, mm -hmm. you know, we, we stop and we consider mm -hmm. the importance of what the congregation is about. And I think yeah. that that's important when we talk about planning events, mm -hmm. when we're coming together and, mm -hmm. and we're saying, okay, what is the purpose behind this? Yes. What do we want to walk away with yes. as a result of this event? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, you know we, we are big on coming together and eating and, and, you know, mm -hmm. and, and, and drinking and, and, you know, there may be a little bit of dancing and things that take place, but you know, what, what is it that we're wanting to walk away with what yes. is it that's going to make that event memorable mm -hmm. you know, what, mm -hmm. what are those things and, and 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 you know as a trainer myself too you know I'm always mm -hmm. looking at what is the takeaway yeah what is the takeaway what can we take away from this you know mm -hmm. and I think that you know even having like you said the family reunion and having the live entertainment mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. it takes strategy to be able to figure out how that's going to play out. And then, oh, yeah. you know, how are we going to, you know, wh what activities are we going to do? Mm -hmm. gonna, is it a time when the elders can can hop on and, and give a, a word that mm -hmm. we can carry with us? Those mm -hmm. kinds of things uh, are important. And mm -hmm. so, you know, I love that, that you say, yes, God is first and foremost in all that you do and that you allow him to order those order your steps because mm -hmm. you know any any the success of anything is going to be based on you know his will being done and so I think that that's a lovely sentiment that you have in in mm -hmm. saying that your events are going to be you know God-led and so and I think that's important. I think that is important. And so, uh, you know, like I said, when we, when we talk about events, when we talk about family, when we talk about even business, yes, I think that, you know, it's just, it's just important to know what, what the goal is. So in, in saying that, what are some of the things that you, you know, try to ask your, you know, your potential clients you know, as they're planning the event, what are some of the things that they should be considering when they when when they talk about doing an event and, and possibly having to do it virtually? Um, well, possibly what I would ask them first is something you just said, Kim. What's the goal? <laughs> You know, like we say in the world of, of Avon, because I'm also a 20 year Avon sales representative, what's your why? You know, what's the outcome? What do you want to expect, you know, as a result of the event? And then sort of take that, use a theme, um, color scheme, you know, all of that plays part. And then just sort of take that and, and run with it. And, and I'm telling you, Kim, I'm sitting up here thinking because God has my mind going back as I'm talking with you. I have seen women in tears at some of the events that I have hosted and planned because chains were broken, yokes were destroyed. God would bless me with some of the most dynamic speakers. I always pray about them too. And one of the things I want to share this that I love about me. 
I believe in giving people chance and opportunity. So even if a person says, well, I've never spoken before, or I'm new at this. One of the biggest things with me is that I believe we all have a story to tell. And so a lot of these people I have interviewed previously, and I know their story, and I'm always like, oh my God, I'm having an event. You need to share this story. (laughs) Some of those people have thanked me at the end because they said, wow, I've never done anything like this. I've always been fearful, but you saw something in me, you know, and I was able to be healed just by sharing, you know, so as we both know, you know, as we share our testimonies, that brings forth healing. So um, God has just been amazing. And one of the other things that I'm really passionate about in event planning, Kim, is always having a cause. It's always like, why am I doing this? Why? I don't like the shows that I see a lot of times, Kim. So my thing is, let my living not be in vain. One of the events that I did, um, I don't know, it may have been about two years ago. The proceeds from that event, it was around Christmas time, you know. So we took that and we blessed my daughter's class. She's a special needs student. Um, We blessed her classmates with gifts. And I remember her teacher saying to me, you know, Miss Sheffield, the names of the children that we put on the list to give you, she said they were really in need. So we wrapped up gifts. Um, The participants, they gave gift cards. They did the whole nine yards. I did vendor events. So the thing about the vendor events is we have certain causes, a certain portion of your vendor fee is going to go towards whatever, you know? (laughs) So I have something else that I'm planning on in the future. And one of those things um, that I would have people to sew into is my head caps for cancer patients, um, new ministry that I have because of everything that went on with my mother. Mm -hmm. I feel compelled um, now for that to be a cause. So what's our why? Why are we doing everything that we are doing? That's something that's huge with me. It is. And I mean, just like you're saying, you know, I think about, you know, you have all of these things that you've seen on on television and social media, like way over the top. Where, where you know that several thousands of dollars were spent to, you know, have all of these things. And, and I think you, you, you touch on a very important thing that it, it's really about, about the why and the purpose, you yeah. know, more so. And, 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 and like I was saying, again, the takeaway more yeah. than just the show. And there, there's still a lot of people yeah. who want the show and, and those who want yeah. the show will pay heavily to have yeah, it, but yeah. at the end of the day, you know, is it is it worth it for yeah. you know all of the money? What when you walk away at the end, did did you have something that's really a memory, and and was it for you? And I think yes. that's a huge thing, uh, you know, to talk about when we talk about event planning because some people mm-hmm. will create the event for the satisfaction of others. And, mm-hmm. and then walk away with the bill <laughs> and then they're not satisfied because mm-hmm. it wasn't necessarily what they wanted. It was what mm-hmm. someone else's vision was. Right. So I think it's important, like you said, just to, to ask them, what's your why? Well, who is this for? You yes. know, it's for you. Mm-hmm. What are some things that you like that we can incorporate it? And I guess that speaks to, you know, you having a relationship with the person that that you're planning for, because I'm sure it's hard mm-hmm. to plan and, and mm-hmm. coordinate things and not have an opportunity to to talk with the person initially. So do you have right. a do you do like a uh, a questionnaire or do you have a a conference time or or a talking time where you you know mm-hmm. ask them what it is that their needs are prior to starting the event? What does that process look like for you? Uh, definitely. Most of the events so far that I have done have been for myself, but God has spoken to me yet again and said to me that I will do events for others. I will be decorating those 
events, weddings, and so forth. And for everything that I do, I love the idea of doing consultations. Yes. I love to I love to just listen. Because if I don't listen, you know, I can't use my creative gift to make you happy. I can't turn your your vision, you know, into a reality. So yes, everything I do, whether it be coaching, because um, I, I coach people in writing, life, and also in business, I'm a great listener. And that's one of the things that I have learned for myself. Just listen. If you would just listen, people would tell you exactly what they need. You don't even have to do a whole lot of talking. And then I take the wisdom that God gives me. Along with that, we're able to really manifest something great. That's it. That's it. And mm-hmm. I love that because it, it is. It's important to connect with people mm-hmm. be, to, to really find out what they want. And sometimes you'll find that people don't know what they want. <laughs> you That's know, true they, too. they need a little bit of inspiration or they need a little bit of a push. But that again comes from the relationship. It comes from taking time to 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 like you said stop and listen because people will reveal things that mm-hmm. that you know that sometimes they don't even know they they said or they or something that you caught and just like huh I wonder. Mm-hmm. You know, and then and then you run from there. So just like you said, that the consultation is important. The mm-hmm. knowing why, the the you know, asking any of those key questions, you know, what is this for? What is your what what is your desire? What is your desired outcome? If your outcome is just for people to have a good time and mm-hmm. to be relaxed, mm-hmm. then, then you know that needs to be known if it's mm-hmm. just for them to, you know, you, you want it to be for a cause and you want people to do that, that I'm sure those types of questions are going to be the things that are going to help you to fine tune the event and make it what it is. And not with you, just like you said, it's not your vision. It's the person's vision. You yeah, know? So- now, and now you can tell me and I can help you to bring that vision to fruition, but mm-hmm. it's not like, oh my gosh, I'm going to make this what I think it should be. And Mm -hmm. then that person is left dissatisfied Uh with the bill because they've got to pay for what, what it is that, you know, took place. So Uh that, that is huge. That is huge. Uh It's all about the communication. It's all about the planner listening and not assuming because we've seen disasters where people have done that. They've just made it what they thought it should be. And then you've got a dissatisfied customer. So, I, you know, I think that that that's, you know, important. I think that, you know, mm-hmm. as as we move forward, we're going to see a lot more of, you know, the events going to to a virtual level. But mm-hmm. I mean, even the ones that are still, you know, happening out there are, are you know, you said things are opening up. Are there places now that are opening up but still have limits to the, the number of people? Or are we seeing an uptick in that again of people, you know, the, in the event that you did more recently? Did they have less people attending because of the, the COVID uh, mandates? To be honest with you, um, I had a mandate of my own. <laughs> gotcha. My thing was, God has spoken. I know that this is something that he wanted me to do, but I had my own limits. In fact, um, I disinfected the place myself. I made sure that people did not sit directly next to each other. Any event that I do in the future, you know, hopefully and prayerfully, this thing would disappear. That's my prayer anyway. (laughs) But until, until then... I, for myself, have to play it safe. But what I have seen, Kim, to answer your question is that I've been in places where it seems like people still are not taking it serious, you know, but I've been in other places as the spirit would lead me because I'm not all over the place. Not me. (laughs) Where I've seen people that are being very, very cautious. You know what I mean? So there are those places where they do have the limitations because I know a lot of places here in Metro Atlanta, um, their doors are pretty much closed when it comes to certain things. But as for the ones that are open, they are putting limitations. You have other people. It's just like, 
we're not too concerned about that. We, we just want your money, you know? Nice. So that's what we have to look at in the event planning arena in this season. We have to really look at the fact that this thing is serious. Nice. It's still happening. People are still dying, nice. you know? And as being a person in ministry, people's lives are in my hands. So I'm just not too quick to get out there and plan something that I know, you know, will put people in, in potential danger. There you go. And that's key. I love that you say that too, because it is, mm-hmm. it, it has to be in alignment with, yeah. with you, you're the person that you're vending with or the person that you're, you're, mm-hmm. uh, you know, creating a space for. It definitely, like you said, has to be a synergy. There has mm-hmm. to be something where it has to be where, okay, we want to make sure, you know, mm-hmm. I, I'm telling my, my client that, mm-hmm. you know, social distancing is something that we're going to practice. So, yeah. no, so, so you want them to be confident in knowing that the place that you're setting up for them has mm-hmm. the same values. Mm-hmm. So that's mm-hmm. definitely important. You want to make sure that that's happening and that if it's a shared space, I'm sure mm-hmm. that, yeah. that those same rules apply, you know, and that, that you're letting mm-hmm. people know that, that they're not coming. And then they're thinking that, you know, we have to wear masks and we have to social distance, socially distance. Mm-hmm. And because it's a larger facility, you see people walking mm-hmm. by without masks on and, and the place is yeah. capacity. And you're like, <laughs> you're sending mm-hmm. a mixed signal. So I love that you say that, right. that right. It, there has to be that, that synergy that has to be that connection of saying, okay, I'm going to, you know, if I'm going to tell them that this is, this is what, uh, you know, I'm going to do as your event planner, that every mm-hmm. place that I'm, that I'm recommending, excuse me, or suggesting to you is mm-hmm. going to, to follow suit. So that, that's yeah. definitely important. These are wonderful things for people to remember. So I want us to recap those things, you know, just in, in letting them know that, you know, there, there needs to be that why there needs to be yeah. that, that thought of what, are you know, mm-hmm. what is it that we're looking for? You know, what is the outcome that we're mm-hmm. anticipating from this? Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. what are some of the, the restrictions or things that, mm-hmm. you know, may be an issue? Mm-hmm. One thing I know we didn't discuss, like when we talk about, you know, food items or things that have to be prepared or shipped, mm-hmm. that, that's a whole nether realm in and of itself because you know accessibility to those things so how how are things with that before we we move on with some of those things that we were recapping Mm -hmm. how are things going in in you know the food preparation industry because are there limits there because of how food is prepared you know like uh are people going more for uh you know, individually wrapped kind of meal as opposed mm-hmm. to those things that where, you know, people are just going around and and uh, doing like a buffet style. Are yeah. Changes there? Well, one of the biggest change that I had to make for myself, Kim, is that I just cut out food altogether. I did. So only one event that I have done since, and my thing was, I'm not doing any food. You know, I don't feel comfortable. Um, I can remember there was someone in our family. They did a a graduation party. Yeah, for their daughter. And I can remember saying to myself, even though they had like a buffet style there, I remember thinking, I don't feel so comfortable because they, they didn't have the gloves there, Kim. You know what I mean? And my thing was everybody touching the same um, food serving spoons and things like that. So I don't know. Um, we really need to be cautious about a lot of that. You know, and I think for anybody that's doing events and there is a buffet style um, dinner. I think that there definitely needs to be the plastic gloves there. Everybody needs to use them. And also this stuff needs to be implemented. So there needs to be somebody in charge there that can make sure that everybody is following through because that's the biggest thing that I have seen today. People just not following through. I um, visited a church. It's been about three months ago. And I can remember the preacher standing up clear as day, telling the people to follow the CDC guidelines. Right. 
you still have people doing their own things. And that's one of that's one of the biggest problems. You know, I went to something else and it's only every now and then, you know, maybe every once every two or three months that I'll be led to go anywhere. Right. But same thing as this birthday thing. I remember the person standing up saying the very same thing, Kim. Mm -hmm. We have these guidelines. Right. People just I don't know what their problem is. I want to say they don't care. Maybe they just don't believe it's as serious. But I mean, what more does it take in order for people to, to say to themselves that we need to be very cautious? I'm not saying fearful, you know, but we do need to be cautious. Wow. So, I, I, you know, <laughs> yeah, just like you said. I, I don't know how to put it any, any plainer than that. Mm -hmm. I, I, I really don't. But I was just telling my daughter a few minutes ago, because I thought about, you know, when I was invited to that church, I remember that pastor standing up saying, we need to follow the guidelines. You got people walking around hugging people. And as loving as I am, Miss yeah. Kim, I don't do too many hugs right now. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. You know, and I do, and I miss it because I'm a hugger too. I and know. I'm just like, oh, I got to give you a pound or a, hey. I know. <laughs> It's difficult. it's difficult because I think that what happens is we, we get so caught up in the excitement of being able to be back outdoors that we just, you know, are not mindful that, that we need to follow those things. Or like you said, until it directly affects your family or touches you personally, some people, like you said, unfortunately, do not take it seriously. Yeah. And they must, if we're talking about, you know, continuing to gather and to congregate because that's just the type of people that we are we have to take those precautions mm -hmm. just like you said we have to follow through and even i'm sure as an event planner there are responsibilities that you have to your clients to make mm -hmm. sure now now that's something that that's an interesting point too you know is it necessary to put some type of clause in their agreement with an event planner or should there be something where they're signing off that there is not a responsibility that falls on the event planner if something should happen? I think that anytime you are a business owner, you need to do everything that you can to protect yourself. Uh, Kim, I went to a hotel not too long ago and I was checking in the hotel and noticed that they had a sign up stating that they would not be responsible for anybody that um, caught COVID, you know, while using their facility. I said to myself, wow, it's gotten to that. Yeah. That we have to put those type of disclaimers out there because what if, what if let's just put this um, into some thought. What if I hosted an event? Right. Everybody went home and they got sick from COVID. I don't know, maybe somebody would try to sue me, you know, and say that I didn't do everything that I could to make sure that the facility was not properly sanitized. I don't know. So we have to always do everything that we can because we just don't know. You know, people these days, they will sue you for a, a, a drop of a dime. This That's, right. That's right. That's the truth. And mm -hmm. I'm glad that you bring that up because it mm -hmm. is important. We must safeguard ourselves. As an event planner, if you are an event planner, make mm -hmm. sure that you have those stipulations and things in place. Make sure that you've done all that you can do. If it's if it comes that you have to check temperatures or you you want to check for vaccinations or whatever it is, make yeah. sure that you have something in place so that that way you are protecting mm -hmm. yourself. Because just like you said, people mm -hmm. will sue. People will mm -hmm. say you didn't. You know, they're going to bend half the people there bringing COVID with them. Yeah, you know, but what did you do to make sure that they didn't step through that door? And so those right. kinds of things are are important. But I love that at least we have the the opportunities now that if we want to do those events virtually, that cuts yeah. some of that that those interactions that are taking place. And, yeah. and you can let your guard down just a little. But you know, for those who are really like you know, I'm just not sure. You know, virtual you know, events may be the way for, for that person to go. So that, that way you're, you're, you're 
you know, you don't want there to be fear and anxiety while you're trying to have a good time. Right, right. You just don't go together because you'll be sitting there biting your nails the whole time, worried about if everybody's okay. And and then again, it takes away from your why for the event. Yeah. So just like it's, you said, that's where the consultation comes in. Yeah, it's, it's absolutely. It's just so much going on today, you know, um, seeing that some people are doing events, concerts and things, and some of them are having uh, people to provide paperwork that shows that they had a recent uh, COVID test or that they are vaccinated. So it's, it's just a lot. So it, it makes you think to yourself, you know, is this something that I want to do offline? You know, should I put everybody through this? So that's why a lot of people are choosing just to simplify things and do things online. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. So like I said, we've shared some wonderful, wonderful tips here, both mm-hmm. for the event planner and for those who will be attending events. You know, mm-hmm. just, just make sure that, like I said, you're knowing your why, you're knowing what the outcome is, you know, decide. And sometimes it may be necessary to pick and choose those events that you, you know, you, you're seeking to attend. Is it something that that will be meaningful, you know, for you to attend? Or is it a friend of a friend who's just asking you to come with them? Is it a fam- family reunion where, you know, you would like to be there because you have family members who you may not have seen in a long time. So those are the kinds of questions that, that you need to ask, you know, before you look to attend an event. And, and if you're planning an event, what are some of those safeguards that are in place? Those are some of the questions that you can ask your event planner. What are, you know, what are some of the things that, that, uh, you know, are, are going to be necessary that are going to be required? Are there going to be masks? Is there social distancing? What are those things that I need to know before I commit and sign my name on this dotted line? And mm-hmm. make sure that, that as a consumer, you're, you're checking out the clauses and making sure that, that, that if the event planner is saying that I, I, you know, that you are releasing me from any responsibility that you're mm-hmm. signing off and that you know what you're signing. Sometimes in our excitement, we just start signing our name and dating things. And then when something goes wrong and we mm-hmm. go back and read the fine print, then it's like, oh, I didn't read it. So it's just mm-hmm. a matter of making sure that, that, that you're playing it safe. And I think that's the biggest thing that you're playing it safe as an event planner and that you're playing it safe as a consumer. So I want to thank you, Dr. Sheffield, for coming in and sharing uh, your experiences and, and the things that are going on uh, in the world of event planning. But mm-hmm. of course, you know, before we leave when, and before we get your uh, information uh, on how people can connect with you on the many myriad of things that you're doing uh, to empower mm-hmm. and to inspire, uh, you know, women and families, you know, everywhere. Uh, mm-hmm. I, as I always ask my clients, what are some of the things that you are doing to live in this now, to navigate in this space that we're in right now? Because we know that people are are still struggling in this time. And, and as, uh, you know, uh, mandates change and as things are going on as, as a woman of God, what are some things that, that uh, you can pour into our listeners regarding how you're navigating in this now? Well, Minister Kim, one of the biggest things that I have noticed in this season that's important is mental health, the isolation, and and I'm also a a transparent person if I forgot to mention that, Um, this thing could drive a person bananas. (laughs) It really can, you know, so it's very important, especially if you have children. It's important to make sure that your children are okay, um, getting them out as much as you can, you know, making sure that they are safe and just really watching who they are around. Because I heard one of the most painful cases not too long ago where someone I know here in Metro Atlanta. Her, her son actually caught the virus, okay? So he went out around some of his friends. He gave it to her mother and her sister who are both deceased from the virus. Wow. He, he's still alive. So talking to our children 
those that have children about the importance of just trying not to be around as many people as they would normally be accustomed to because they are children. You know, they are used to being around other kids. So um, definitely staying in the word of God. Um, When I feel that sense of loneliness, you know, talking, because I believe when this first thing came about, the suicide rate increased. So this is a difficult season Mm -hmm. that we are in, you know, they've compared it to the Great Depression. So if they have compared this thing to the Great Depression, regardless to who is taking it serious or not, this is serious. People are are tired. People are tired of it. So um, in this season, being tired, we need to rely on a higher source for strength. My thing is God, you know, um, different people have different things, but I would say definitely pick up the phone and and talk with someone. Um, Those times when you really feel like you have to be around other people, still be safe as you can and be as cautious as you can. And those are some of the things that I do. You know, even tomorrow I was thinking about just getting out, uh, going and take a drive or walk. I've taken my children to the park. Mm-hmm. a few times and so there's people there but wow. you know you don't have to be all up on them there's the walking trails and and the, and the nature you know yes. and things of such we went to stone mountain a few times it's not easy um watch your mental health in this season okay so that's the word that i would leave here sharing with those people that are, are viewing kim yeah. to pay attention to your mental health because we are truly in survival mode, but it's something about that isolation that has our minds to a point where we, we think more, you know, we, we're saddened, we're saddened by everything that's going on. We're seeing death in a rate that most of us have never seen in our lives. I've spoken with older people, much older than me, that have stated to me. They have never lived through something like this. I definitely have never seen anything like this. Even if God spoke to me prior and said, you know, because I know a lot of the prophets, they did receive warning that something was going to happen. But Kim, we never imagined it would be to this magnitude. So um, the strong are surviving if we still have our minds. We're going to have to stay in this word. We're going to have to pray for one another. We're going to have to pray with one another. And some of this foolishness that a lot of people partake in, this is not the season for that. Wrong season is not a time to be concerned about ourselves and and the why being us. Our motives need to change. God have allowed this thing for a reason. So we that have an ear, we need to hear what the spirit is saying. And then we also need to be doers of the word and do whatever God says in this season, because it's important to us, to our mental health and to us surviving and getting through this thing that we're dealing with. I love that. Now I can guard your mental health. Talk Mm -hmm. about it. That's important Mm -hmm. to get it Mm -hmm. off of you. That mm-hmm. that way it doesn't continue to manifest and fester inside and, mm-hmm. and it never comes out. You know, mm-hmm. I, I love that you say that because it is, it's important for us to do that. And like you said, to pray for one another, when you speak, you're letting people know how to pray for you. You're letting people know how to, to intercede for you. And, mm-hmm. and a lot of times you need that. Sometimes we can't do that of our own ability. We need people to step in and intercede for us. So I love that you mentioned that. Mm-hmm. And especially with the children, our children mm-hmm. are so impressionable. You know, they, they, they hunger for that, that attention and for that connection. And we always have to make sure, like you said, first and foremost, that they are playing it safe. So I appreciate those words of wisdom. And so now if people want to get in contact with you to to know all about the services and things that you're doing, what is the best way for them to get in contact with you? Okay, um, people can definitely email me anytime at Sheffield Enterprise 
123 at gmail.com. On Facebook, I'm Victoria Lockett Sheffield on IG. I'm Sheffield Enterprise, my official website, www.sheffieldbusinesssolutions.com. Sheffield Business, I'm writing it down, solutions.com. And that will definitely be in the description for the show. And uh, you will be able to reach out to Dr. Sheffield and and find out more about the products and services that she provides. And so at this time, I'd like to thank you so much for being with me and, and taking time to talk about event planning and to talk about the importance of putting God first. I love that in all that you do and in, in everything that you in every aspect of your life, because it's important for us to to know where our source of strength comes from. And he is our foundation and, and should always be. And mm -hmm. so again, I thank you for taking the time to, to share and to be here with me. I love you. And I'll definitely have you back because there are so many other things that, that uh, you can share. And so this will not be our last visit, but for now, I'd like to thank you for being here again. And uh, any final parting words that you may have for our listeners before you go? You know, only the tr only the strong shall survive, Kim. You know, those that endure to the end shall be safe. So hold on, hang in there, and put God first in all your endeavors because it's He that gives success. That's all. That's all. Okay. And with that, I'd like to thank you for joining us for this edition of the How Now podcast, where we talk about how to live in the now. And until we see you the next time, I say peace. Peace. <laughs>